Get Undressed. Hi everyone and welcome to Get Undressed, the podcast. Today I have the pleasure of welcoming Juanessa. Hi. I'm so excited to have you today. I'm very happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. You obviously have this amazing career as a model. You come from Brazil, so you obviously like settled in the UK and you've been a model for a long time. So you've yes. seen the industry change and everything. And so I thought that would be amazing. Yes, of course. Um, yeah, I'm happy to answer all your questions. <laughs> <laughs> so first, do you want to tell a little bit about your career, how you started? Yes. Um, so I come from uh, the Midwest of Brazil, a town called Goiânia. And uh, I started when I was 13 at a competition called Elite Model Look Brazil. And uh, all my uh, like uh, colleagues at school wanted to be a model. And I always thought I was a bit ugly because I was very skinny. Yeah. Um, so we went to sign up for it and I was the only one who passed through. I love and, that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and they were like, oh, this really... How come the cheapest and not us? Um, anyway, so that's how I started. I did the competition that year, but yeah. I didn't win um, my state. But the agency there still asked me to, to sign, to sign uh, with them. And then they signed me again the next year. And that year I went through. So I won this uh, my state and I went to the national. And then at the national, I also didn't win. But um, actually... It didn't mean anything because the agency there in Sao Paulo asked me to sign with them and to move there. And the person who won that year, did she actually have a big career or not? Mm, not really. sometimes it's not about winning. No, exactly. Right? Not really. Like I actually lived in the same model's apartment with her and I traveled before her. And uh, yeah, I don't think she really liked me because of that. <laughs> so you moved into you moved to sao paulo at what age i think i was 15 yeah yes i was 15 and they actually wanted me to go to milan at the same uh time but uh because i my mom is the only garden yeah of myself um in Brazil, it was a bit harder if you're under 16 to travel when you only have one parent because yeah. the judge, the, the judge like would have yeah. to authorize. Yeah. So it was really complicated. So they waited me to turn 16 September. Yeah. And then as soon as I turned... Uh, <laughs> you were on the plane. I was on the plane. I went to Milan first. Um, I didn't speak any English. Um, I was really excited, actually. But all the other models that I lived with all over the world, um, they all seem to not really enjoy it and like be homesick all the time. I actually didn't want to come back home. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, so I started like that. And then when I went uh, back to Brazil, or when I was in Milan actually. How long did you stay in Milan? For three months. Three months, And okay. then I did a shoot for Vogue there actually. It was like a hair... Um, like a hair editorial and this girl from England, I think her name, I think you guys might know her, Eliza Cummings. Yeah, of course. She was at the shoot with me and she was with Select at the time and her booker went with her and she saw me and she said, oh, we're... Would you like to sign? Yeah, so I went to Brazil and then they went to Brazil to scout girls and they said, oh, we want you to come like next month. And That's so, amazing. So yeah, so I came uh, to London and then when I came to London, I fell in love. I, it's always been like a place that I love to, yeah. to be. Yeah. 
It was really hard because I didn't speak any English because I went to Milan, so Italian is closer yeah. to Portuguese. Yeah. So I was kind, I was learning Italian, yeah. and I remember like trying to go to a gas thing and asking like, "Oh, the metro," and they're like, "The tube." <laughs> I was like, "What?" Is that as well? I was like, "There is no tube in here," because for me, a tube was like a yeah, tube, the tube. You know? exactly. <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" The tube, and they're like, "Yeah, the tube, the tube." I'm like, "No, the metro." Yeah, exactly. I did the same, and so basically, I went back, walked back to the house I was staying, and I just like crying. I was like, I just don't know how to yeah. go to do anything. And then the agency was very helpful actually at the time. They then uh, got someone to chaperone me just to learn how to take the. the That's trip. amazing. Yeah, I've never heard that before from an agency. I know. That's yeah. actually amazing. Well, I guess they really wanted me to stay. Yeah. Um, and uh, then they moved me to live with two other models that was also 16 from England. Mm -hmm. So that's how I learned English so quickly because yeah. I lived with this other teenager that, you know, only spoke English. They would make a lot of fun of me, but uh, that made me want to learn quicker. I stayed for eight months. Um, and Did you go back to Brazil within the eight months or not at all? Yeah, well, after eight months, obviously my mom was like, you got it. Yeah, you, you know, gotta my, my family's yeah. like, you gotta come back. But for me, I was like, I just want to stay here. Were you working? Uh, I was, actually. I mean, you know, like, small jobs, like yeah. editorials. But for me, like, I came from a family that financially wasn't very stable. stable. Yeah. And then there I had, you know, a, the pocket money. It yeah. was, like, really small. It was 70 pounds. And then the metro for the week... Well, the two for the week <laughs> was uh, 35. So yeah. I had very little to eat. And I remember like on Sundays, I'll count the coins yeah. to get food before I have to go to the agency on Monday. But it, that was a lot for me. Because yeah. back home, I didn't have yeah, that. Yeah. And uh, I just, and also I had the freedom. You know? I, I came from a family who was like super religious back in Brazil. And yeah really different and I just love having the freedom. I think it's kind of like that moment of like you're because you're young and you're starting you're also like feeling very like you are very innocent so everything yeah. you're discovering everything and everything is exciting you haven't like hit that moment where you're like oh I'm fucking tired of this bullshit yeah. and all of that. Yeah exactly. And then did you so you came back from the UK and then what happened after? Well, then I went to New York next. Yeah. Uh, then I did like the whole fashion week, you know, Paris and Milan. Yeah. I have. I remember seeing you in fashion week. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Actually, recently I keep meeting people where they're like, "Oh my god, do you remember? Like we did this together." No way. And I don't remember the person, but when they tell me the the, the, job, the job, I'm like, "Oh my god, job. yes, yes." So, yeah, that's amazing. I've been around for a little while, I guess. It's kind of like a strength having been around for a little while and being able to maintain the career that you have yeah. and everything that you've done. Like, I feel it's really hard in the modeling world to make it and stay. Yeah, no, for sure. And you are like, you're very consistent. Yeah, that's definitely like, obviously, there's been up and downs. Like, there yeah. has been moments in my career where I, I wanted to quit because it just wasn't happening. Yeah. Um, and then every time I wanted to quit, I'll get like a, you know, a huge money job. <laughs> and then I'll be like, okay, you know, I'll yeah. continue. And, and also a lot of people would tell me, no, like, don't give up. 
and I didn't and I went through a moment of very difficult time and then suddenly just like that it clicked yeah that time that I had you know suffering kind of understanding also myself it paid off in a way like you grew up in your job and in your personal life at the same time as well oh, yeah because you know I was a child before yeah. then suddenly you're like alone but but yeah but i i liked that thing of being alone obviously i didn't like struggling quite depressing yeah but, but yeah it's true and was there a moment in your career where you thought oh my god i've made it like you know you, you look at a moment or you're you're doing a job and suddenly you stop and you look around and you think fuck like yeah i think right now funny the older i get the better my career gets which is unusual because most the girls that started with me they are not yeah. doing much and if they are they're doing very little back in brazil or where they they come yeah no i mean and i think some of them they've transitioned more into like influencers or like personalities yeah but it's true what you say there's not many who are like still consistently modeling no exactly i don't know uh what it is but i'm really lucky and and really i thank every day god in the universe <laughs> <laughs> and i hope you know it continues that way but i think people sometimes think that modeling is just a pretty face and it's just like having a body and the what i see as a stylist is like actually modeling is not just about that it's about the personality of someone and how they interact with yeah. other people and how like you know how you're gonna be once you arrive on set after traveling non-stop and being super yeah, tired yeah. or being sick and it's like I think that's what makes the difference between models. The thing I learned through the years is obviously when you were like a teenager mm -hmm. and you have all this money coming in, you don't yeah. really care so much. But with the years, I learned that being professional is a key thing. People to remember you and want to yeah. work with you again. And I don't think a lot of people understand that no. because of how young they are and, and no one tells you no exactly no one tells you be careful with the money no one tells you no, 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 be no. careful how you interact with people or, yeah, no, and even, also yeah no one even tells you like oh you gotta pay taxes for example I, my best friend is an ex-model and i remember we were in spain at the time and then all of a sudden she gets a letter and they're like do you need to pay that much in taxes and she's like what and she had asked the agency in spain she was like do i need to pay any taxes and stuff and they were like no we're taking care of it but what they failed to mention is like they were taking care of one side of the taxes but they were not taking care of the other the side, side of the taxes because yeah, yeah. there's not only one tax bill yeah. there's several of them yeah she had to take a job to pay the taxes and then she got stuck in that job because it was a e-com job oh yeah and she had to sign a contract and then she got stuck within that contract and she couldn't get out you talk about contract with me i'm like no <laughs> i'm the same when people are like i want to put yeah. you on a retainer i'm like no 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 like, yeah let's stay the way we are well especially i feel like for me in the age i am i don't want to uh, stop any other opportunity that might come because you know it's uh, it's now or never yeah and uh, if i sign a contract that will mean i, I can only work for one certain brand so like the opportunities for me much much uh, lower. lower yeah yeah so obviously you work a lot she vanessa vanessa works a lot with mcqueen yeah. and i want to talk about this and how it is to work with a brand on a regular basis how it is to be there from the beginning of the collection like the deep creation of a collection yeah. the inspiration up until the last minute and the fashion show it's pretty amazing i have to say um 
this is the first time in my career. I mean, I've been with them now for four years. Yeah. I have done stuff for them before, but like consistent four years. And it's pretty amazing because I learn, you know, about uh, fabrics, yeah. about stitches. Um, I learn also like all the, the, the mock-ups, you know, sometimes like they will they will do a mock-up before they even do a sketch and they play around it's 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 a kind of amazing and how much work there is behind you know the clothes that yeah, we wear people don't realize yeah because we all. think oh you know just the clothes looks amazing it's so much like there is the atelier the designer you know like the creative director mm -hmm. there is also like the the people who does like this wholesales and mm -hmm. and you know, uh, merchandising, e-com, it's like... It's a whole world. Yeah, it's so much bigger than what we think. And, and it's pretty amazing, actually, to be part of that. Because I don't think I would have learned any of this so well, even if I went to the school to study. Because yeah. even when the kids, you know, coming fresh from school, there's still things that they don't quite, um, you know, know no, or understand no. yet. Um, and I think when I was in fashion school, no one told me, hey, no one, A, a no one told me about e-com because e-com at the time was non-existent. Yeah. People were not shopping on the internet, which shows how old I am. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and so people were, A, not shopping on the internet. They were basically telling us you're going to be the queen of fashion and no one told you how to do an invoice, yeah. how to pay your taxes, about the fact that once you've created this amazing collection and the collection is done, you actually need to sell that collection. And that's something that's super creative and super beautiful, doesn't necessarily translate into a commercial piece. And so how to have like the initial collection that's for the show, but then the commercial pieces which are inspired by the show, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. all of that. There is a whole commercial collection that is mm -hmm. um, obviously related because we have yeah. to take elements from the fashion yeah. show, you know, uh, collection and then make it into a commercial yeah. piece. It's a lot more than uh, you think. And yeah, it's like the even the shows now, if you think, it's much more wearable now. Fashion has become more commercial in all, like in general. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's it's completely like different. And also now for me, I understand because working so close to a brand, I under, you know, let's say if I didn't work so close to the brand, I will be thinking, oh, but it's not the same. Yeah. Like, why, you know, it's yeah. it's a bit more commercial. But now I understand how important actually it, it is. is because yeah. then the person who is buying it needs to be able to wear that yeah. outside of the catwalk, right? Yeah. And, and yeah. And I think the reality of it as well is the sizes on the catwalk are especially nowadays very far away from most of the women's bodies. Yeah. And I think that's probably why as well like designers are making commercial collections so you can yeah. adapt it well also a lot of clients a lot of brands yeah. are also making diversity of size yes. on the shows yeah. um because i mean that's you know the people who buy they're not mm. really a sample size yeah. right yeah. they are completely different sizes yeah. so I think the brands are more understanding of that. Through your career, how have you felt like towards like that whole thing of like people being like, you need to lose weight, you need to gain weight, you need this, you need that, that, that. Like, yeah. 
How does that feel? And how is it now? Because obviously now you're a grown woman, so you're also yeah. having much more of an idea of how you want your body to look and what's healthy and what's yeah. not healthy. I was very lucky. I always ate horribly <laughs> and I never had problems. It was only up till COVID where I was home for like three months with my like new boyfriend that I didn't actually realize because I was working out yeah. and eating and then I went back to the fittings and like the clothes were just not like <laughs> wasn't closing and I was like oh my god this is like the first time I actually have to think about what I'm eating what I'm eating yeah. and so you know I mean obviously I wasn't like starving myself but I was like I, I feel more healthy like even if I don't have a diet that is very healthy but if I just work out at least like twice a week or something like that I feel healthy it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah. what I'm eating I'm the same like yeah. I have a workout and even though I have an ice cream after I'll be like yeah I'm so healthy yeah like, it's I think it's just taking time to take care of your body yeah exactly yeah. and also yeah. if you get older like as a teenager I don't know early 20s I wasn't like thinking about body not even skin only recent in the past four or five years i start actually realizing how important for my job and, and just for yeah. life that is it is to look after yeah. you know my skin my body yeah and, and be like you know uh, healthy you've been in the public eye and you grew up in the public eye and how's this been with people around you and especially men as well like how does it feel because yeah. i know sometimes like well, I'll be going through pictures with friends and they're like, oh my God, who's this girl? And I'm like, oh, it's Vanessa, she's a friend. And they're like, oh my God, it's like the dream girl. <laughs> well, I have had, like, do you, have you had a moment where you realize like, okay, I, I, I look a bit different. I, I'm really beautiful. I have like this uh, crazy, amazing body and people do look at you a lot more. Do you well, have that? I, I mean, I... I'm not that person. I, even though I am a very social person, mm -hmm. I am a bit shy, especially like with people I don't know at the yeah. beginning. But my, all of you that know me, you guys yeah. always stop it. Like you're not shy because yeah. I'm very outspoken and all of that. But I'm very shy. And, and in that thing with myself also, it comes from like childhood where, you know, at school, I mean, I was like the ugly friend. Yeah. So I, I kept that sort of... Um, mentality for a bit and obviously with modeling it helped me but I not necessarily am the person that look in the mirror and I'm like oh I am the most like you know yeah for women in the world like I know I'm not I know I'm a model and obviously yeah I'm different and I'm beautiful let's say but I don't say that uh to yeah. myself very often maybe I should I don't know <laughs> But I do have people, like recently, I always thought people would stare at me because something was wrong with me. And then now with my, that I have a long-term relationship, my boyfriend is like, well, people are just looking at you because, you know, they they are like, they like you, they like how you look. <laughs> but yeah, I always just thought it was like, maybe something is wrong with me. Like, <laughs> I don't know, am I like, did I shit myself or something? <laughs> I love that. Men also loads of men yeah. always but the men's you encounter like the fashion world they are not all of them because they they they're used to being around girls women, exactly yeah. and yeah. so they just want um to get you and then like next you know yeah. what I mean? it's not yeah. 
It's kind of like a trophy. Exactly. Yeah. They they it's not they not it's not a person to date in a in a like long term. Thing. They just want to have fun because they are always ex waiting for the next uh, better thing to come. You know. That's so sad because yeah. if you think of women. I don't feel like women do that. I don't feel like women date someone thinking what's the next best, best thing to come. Yeah. But men have this mentality of like, well, she's a bit older now. Yeah. She, or she gained weight or this or that. Okay, let's move on to the next one. I mean, if you go to New York, like to the scene, I, I tell you that pretty much older men that was already like trying on or like hooking up with the girls and back, I don't know, like 10 15 years ago is still there now and like yeah. still kind of looking to, you know with the next girl and obviously yeah. the girls just get younger and, and younger actually being with because i mean i'm pretty sure that loads of people will know like who are your exes and stuff like that mm -hmm. but did you feel like being with someone who's super famous in the music industry yeah. or in the tech industry or stuff like that did it do anything for your career did it change the way people were looking at you or not uh i don't think so because funny enough when we start seeing each other it was a time where a lot of things just was happening maybe yeah. it was like the lack i don't know i believe in like energy you know yeah. like maybe when you're around someone who is so, so successful things are just like also flowing kind of flowing yeah. for you so i was doing really well the only thing that really changed was in brazil i never they never really want to work with me because i'm like super very brazilian kind of common look for them mm -hmm. they always like more you know uh blonde blue eyes kind of model so when i dated this person in particular they were like obsessed with the idea really and they wanted me to go there to do the fashion week and i went and like at backstage they would like kind of harass me to like ask but they wouldn't ask about me they would um. ask about him Yeah. And then also they, they released loads of um, articles like on the big Brazilian, you know, websites and TVs about it. But like they would always refer me as the girlfriend of mm -hmm. that person. How annoying is it? Like, I know. And I was really upset. Yeah, because it's yeah. like you are not like first and foremost before being the girlfriend of someone, yeah. you're yourself and you're that person. Yeah, I've had that in the past and I'm like, you know, like me being with that person or not being with that person doesn't change who i am yeah no exactly and also i was upset because i'm like well i've been modeling for quite for a, a long bit. time yeah you already yes. have an established career and then like what about talking about what my career is yeah. and then maybe adding oh by the way she's dating this person yeah <laughs> yeah that was a bit annoying but no i mean there was a lot of hate uh i guess when you were a successful man and uh, musician there's like a Fans. the fans yeah. are insane yeah. insane like, like they, they, have you gotten death threats uh not quite but i have got like uh, comments about like my private parts and stuff like that that was outrageous and, and and like i was still re relatively young and i didn't know how to like deal with that hate. Yeah. like they they made fake like twitter's pages just to like harass me and like talk 
bad things about me that like they don't and they don't know you no exactly they don't know me and plus how dare you talk about someone like that when you never even met but you know what's funny is all these people who are hating on the internet funny enough like it's like when you get someone who's hating on you on instagram most of the time you go to that page and it's actually an instagram that's a private or has five pictures of i don't know flowers or something like that yeah um nothing zero friends zero life and i'm like you know like i see people who hate comments on like the girlfriends of my clients or yeah. my clients or stuff like that and i'm like but you realistically are someone who is sitting on their couch watching TMZ the whole day yeah. or going through the gossip columns have absolutely no idea what's going through it's that like person's life. Sick. You are sick. Yeah. You have a shit life so you feel like you need to hate on someone else yeah. in order to feel better about yourself. Yeah. What you don't realize is that when you're doing that, you're affecting a person that you don't know yeah, yeah. in a way that's, that can be really damaging. Like I know a lot of really good looking people especially girls who, who are amazing people, who are really good looking, really nice, everything, but they've gotten so much hate through yeah. social media that when they look at themselves in the mirror, all they can see is like those comments. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like uh, some of them really upset me because for example, they'll be like, oh my God, like where did he find this ugly like girl? She's so ugly, ugly. And like the, they'll yeah. call me ugly so much that at some point I was like, Maybe I am ugly, <laughs> like, especially from when I was a child, I always thought I was ugly. So it was like bringing me some sort of uh, insecurity that I already had kind of gone past it back. And uh, it's, it's, it's so weird. Yeah. But yeah, that's gone now. By working with musicians, I've gotten so much hate. Sometimes oh I'll God. post something and I'm past it now. Like I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But it has actually been an issue in the past where I would start working with a band and I would be like on the sofa with my now husband and he would get like an Instagram message from someone being like, yeah, Adele is currently with like that band member in a hotel in that place cheating on you. And he's looking at me and he's like, yo, what? And yeah. I'm like, well, you can see it's not true. I'm sitting next to you yeah. <laughs> right oh now. God, that is insane. But it's like people will go through such a deep extent to make a point about something that's not happened, never yeah. happened, will never happen because that's your job and they're yeah. your clients. Also, the craziest I have got, I don't know if you ever have got this, is people would uh, like uh, send me DMs asking money. <gasps> yes. And then asking me to ask him my boyfriend at the time and i'm like this people is crazy yeah. like and it's still now sometimes people say oh can you please tell him like uh to help me i need money and stuff like that <laughs> i haven't been with him for like years and so get help <laughs> yes exactly you in a way have made such a long career out of modeling yeah that it's really inspiring for a lot of girls who want to be modeling. Yeah, I hope so. I, I think mean, so. I hope. And I want to ask you about the rise of social media because obviously like five mm. years ago, you know, it, five, maybe a bit more than five years ago, it didn't really matter if you had followers. No. Or if you were active on social media, it mattered that you were a good model. Yeah, That's exactly. It. It's kind of weird, I have to say now, with the social media because before you were a model because you 
you know you were like this person who the the, the fashion community liked it the mm -hmm. industry was looking for yeah. but like now i just uh for example i've been modeling for a while and i just can't get followers like I don't understand how some girls that are not even like models, because now everyone say they are models, but yeah, they're like different types. And some girls are like models, but they're just Instagram models. Yeah. And like when you see them in real life, they're, they're like, so different. They're completely different. They're not what they're selling no, on their page. No. And, and I, you, you, normally when you go to a casting, if if when you show up to a casting and you look really different, especially like your sizes yeah. or I don't know. Oh like, yeah. People are like, you're a catfish. Yeah, exactly. Basically, basically, the model, the Instagram models are a bit of a catfish. Yeah. Because, you know... But they, often they're not signed to agencies. No, exactly. But then I don't understand like this, you know, like hundred thousands of... I mean, I don't even know if that number exists, but... <laughs> of like, of followers. Um, it's insane because I try really hard. I'll tell you one thing, two things actually. Um, I've got a few videos that have gotten viral on Instagram yeah. and TikTok. A, it's done nothing for me. Yeah. B, the type of videos that have gotten viral is literally my son wearing Nikes next to a kid who's wearing Crocs. Oh my god, that's Or funny. me showing like the Balenciaga tape. Yeah. And saying like there was like a, on my screen it said the model every time I, I show them that they're gonna wear that look from Balenciaga yeah. and and the voice says, ha, I hate you, or something like that. You yeah. know, it's like, these have gotten viral. I don't know why, I don't know where, yeah. when, you know. It's not done anything for my career. I know people who have gone viral and it's done a lot for their career, yeah, yeah. but for me as a stylist, yeah. not much. I also know people like who have hundreds of thousands of followers, but we are talking about like 6,100, 7,100, yeah. like, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And who are not making money of their social media. So I think there's this very... Okay. Um, That's good to know, actually. Yeah, like, yeah. you can make... there, And there is a lot of people who have, like, 20,000 followers yeah. and they are making money through social media. So it's... The reality of that is, like, some yeah. people will make the best out of it and some other people have that tool and do not understand how it works. Yeah. And I think for you as a model, it's, it's, it's great that you're on social media. Does it change your career? I'm not sure. I, yeah, I mean, now that you're saying that, maybe for the type of modeling I do, which is more it's high, high fashion, fashion yes, yeah, it doesn't. It, it's more about you, you know, your look, what they're looking for. Maybe more commercial because, like in New York, a lot of those commercial um, Girls, castings yeah. I go to, they ask like your Instagram and how many followers. <laughs> sometimes I want to be like when because I get asked this sometimes, and I want to be like, and you. How many followers do you have? Yeah, How many likes did you I get know. on your last picture? And that I find quite insulting because I'm <laughs> yeah. like... I probably like... A lot of the jobs now, I being... Even like agents and, and bookers, like a lot of them don't know what they're doing. And a lot of these people don't really understand uh, the business. Yeah. They're kind of new to it. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't agree more. And then I'm like... I. I'm working for people who have been for less time, which is great, but, uh, you know, they're not understanding things the same way mm -hmm. that yeah. I am, at least. I mean, I don't know. 
The good thing of social media in a way it's, it, it's given a voice to people. You know, be whistleblowers about some situations in fashion and yeah. stuff like that. The bad side of it is it has crowded the market. Absolutely. And for me, I have to admit, like, I hate saying that because people will hate me on that, but there's nothing like shooting a model. Yeah. Like, when I have to shoot influencers, sometimes I'm like, Ooh. Yeah, like, and also well, they arrive and they're like, I'm gonna wear this and that and that, and I know how to style myself. And I'm like, but you're coming for a photo shoot, so could we at least like, can we like wipe everything together. that you think you know and let me do my magic because I am a stylist and I can like transform you in one minute and give you a different image just for the picture, and yeah. and it's a picture we are telling a story, so please like work with me on that. Yeah. Because the picture that you're selling and the story that you're selling on your social media is not necessarily the story that we want to tell in an editorial. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. But when you work with a model, the model will arrive and they're like chameleons. Like yeah. you transform through makeup, yeah. hair and everything. And also how you pose your expressions, your, yeah. your angles are very different than the angles of someone who's just used to, you know, pose in front yeah. of a tripod for Instagram. Yeah. We become like a character yeah. in a way like the reason you know models we're models is that you we go into a job and they transform us into mm -hmm. what you know the, the story that they the want story, yeah. exactly and i am not gonna be the one telling them what to do because you know that's they professional i'm yeah. here just to represent hopefully represent what they yeah. want and give them what they want i think that's the beauty of the job as well yeah you know it's more a lot of more than just being a model and being you know pretty yeah. and wearing clothes i think this is actually five percent ten percent yeah the whole thing the rest is so much more you know i i'm becoming something like i'm i'm selling or or trying to tell a story you know mm. and uh yeah so that's so good. That's so interesting. Yeah. One thing I want to ask you actually, yes. when, uh, so obviously right now you're into a very exciting moment of your career yeah. and your personal life as yeah. well is thriving. Do you know, when people ask you, where do you see yourself in five years and stuff like that? Or what do you want to accomplish? Is there something specific you want to accomplish? Is like, what, where are you at? Well, I mean, there is a lot that I still want to do in fashion um, that unfortunately i haven't done yet but because of you know the time frame of age uh you know in the business i'm not sure i will be able to but i still hope to do all this dream you know things that i want to yeah. do in the business uh before i move on to another chapter yeah but i mean i definitely will still want to be in fashion yeah um maybe if not a, as a model uh you know maybe a stylist i don't know i think you'd be a great stylist <laughs> oh thank you but yeah it's it, like i this is the question that pretty much everyone asks me especially my boyfriend <laughs> but like so what's next what's next um but sometimes also it's like well maybe i can enjoy the moment yeah like i am not Weirdly, I'm not worried. I, have I don't been, think you're going anywhere. I have, I'm not worried for you yeah, either. I have yeah. been more worried actually yeah. before, maybe like six years ago. Yeah. I was so constantly trying to find 
what was the next thing and now that i'm just going with the flow and 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 i i believe strongly that it will come to me i think when it the will. time is yeah. right and and yeah so yeah and I think it's about being in the moment of your life as well and enjoying. Like, it's funny because people are always like, what's next? And, you know, um, reflecting on what you've done in the past. Are you happy about it? And sometimes I'm like, but you know what? Like, if I'm constantly thinking about the future all the time, I can't enjoy the present. Exactly. I mean, the time is now, right? Yeah. I don't know. Like, right now things are going good. And I mean, one thing that I learned is I learned to save more. That's quite important because now is good, but you know, it might not you be. You never know after, So yeah. I think as long as you save and try to invest, I think mm -hmm. that's most important right now. And then at least you have the time and you're a little more financially stable yeah. to figure out what you want um, when the time comes. Well, thank you for coming today. Thank you. Thank you for sharing a bit of your experience, your life, and also your, you know, your point of view as a model, because yeah. I think it's always really interesting to hear life stories. And you especially have an, an incredible life story. Oh, thank you. And I can't wait for you to come back on the podcast. I can't wait for you to start your <laughs> podcast. Yes, well, hopefully that's my next project and we'll see. And then you come. Yes. I'll interview you. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. This is being a great experience. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Guys, if you want to check Vanessa on Instagram, it's uh, Vanessa Miliomi. Thank Have you. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Get undressed.